Hi, this is Eric from Locked On Astros. It's the best time of the day. You're sitting in your favorite chair, about to watch your favorite team, and you're drinking your favorite beverage. Then you hear, hey honey, don't forget to go to the store. I'll see you after Zumba. Slam. You forgot to go to the store again. You can't waste the beer you just opened. What do you do? Postmates. That's what you do. Pull out the Postmates app, select everything on your shopping list, and Postmates will deliver it to you. So you can just watch that game, just Postmate it. A little later in the game, you're all proud of yourself for getting your order delivered, then you realize that you ran out of beer. You've had a few too many, just Postmate it. No more trips to the store. For a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code locked on that's locked on for a hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the postmates app anything you need anytime you need it postmate it download postmates and save with the code locked on our locked on astros your daily houston astros podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day I am Locked on Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros. Your team, every day. So the Astros had an off day today, and uh, they went to Tampa Bay. And as the Astros began to practice today, Adrian Hint said that he wanted the guys to just get used to the field because they really have not played there that often and definitely not since late March when they began the season there. So this will be a definite, but if any team can go out there and beat the Rays at home, it's going to be the Astros. And it doesn't hurt that the Astros have Zach Greinke on the mound. And I know a lot of people are making a big deal about the fact that he had his press conference today and he kind of leaned back away from the mic and he looked like he had no interest in being there. And that's just who he is, guys. We know what his issues are. He doesn't like talking in front of a lot of people. And he's not going to give you a full answer. He's going to stare at the floor. He's going to look like he's totally distracted. That's just who he is. And I don't think that that's a, something that people should be making fun of. Yeah, it's something to point out, but you don't have to make fun of him. But Grinky will be facing former Astro Charlie Morton, and I was told by my wife I'm not allowed to call him the F-word anymore. He's just Charlie Morton, and uh, I'm okay with that, but normally I would root for this guy, but not when it's a big game three, because the big thing about tomorrow's game is the fact that if you win this game, you don't have to bring Justin Verlander back into ALDS. You can kind of sit around and wait for the Twins and the Yankees series to be finished, which could be tomorrow as well. And then you have Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Zach Greinke to start the series. And that includes the first two games at Min Maid Park and then the first game at Yankee Stadium. And then you can even bring back uh, Justin Verlander for game four or try to put in Jose Arquiti for game four at Yankee Stadium. And then Justin Verlander for game five. Then you have uh, Garrett Cole and then Zach Greinke again. But I, I think that if the situation is desperate, they'll probably bring Justin Verlander back on short rest. We've seen what the Nationals have been doing. They've been bringing their starters in to be a reliever for one inning. 
and it didn't quite work out today as Patrick Corbin gave up six or seven runs in the seventh inning when he came in relief of Annabelle Sanchez. Max Scherzer did it the other day, and he looked great. So that's something that the Nationals are doing, but I don't I don't see the Astros doing that. I see the Astros just doing what they do. They have a better bullpen, and um, I know a lot of people are really down on Roberto Suna right now, and it's probably warranted, especially with his time with the Astros. With the Astros in seven and two-thirds innings pitch, he has a 7.04 ERA in the playoffs. He's allowed one homer, eight strikeouts. He's allowed three walks. Two of them was last night. And he's allowed six earned run in those seven and two-thirds innings. So overall, he has not looked great as Astro in the playoffs. But in his time with the Blue Jays, he was a really great reliever. He had a 2.88 ERA with 24 strikeouts and 25 innings pitch. And that includes the time with the Astros. So that shows how dominant he was with the Blue Jays. So with a guy like this, and we saw Carlos Martinez of the Cardinals give up three runs in his game today. And closers, it's just a different game in the postseason. Closers aren't going to always get the job done. And you, you're going to see that a little bit with Berto Suna. But then you had Will Harris come in and actually get the job done. You can ask for a better ending. Yes, it was stressful, but the game was won by the Houston Astros. And if Zach Greinke can go deep into tomorrow's game, and let's say just say he goes six or seven innings, most likely the Astros are going to win because they may trot out Ryan Presley, then Will Harris, and Roberto Asuna if uh, needed because A.J. Hinch has said that Asuna is still the closer and he still has confidence in him. And after the game, Asuna said that the Astros were asking him to use sliders, which he wasn't really comfortable with, and he kind of went away from his normal game plan. And it almost cost him the game. So at least he took ownership of what happened. But you know the Astros are probably going to work on that to fix things. Because you need your the closer to be lights out. Not like lights out Lidge. But you need him to actually be lights out and get the job done. Especially when somebody like Garrett Cole pitches his heart out like he did in Saturday's game. Has 15 strikeouts and 8 and 2 thirds innings. And uh, you just want to get the job done. And he did in eighth inning. A lot of people look past that because of what he did in ninth inning. He came in and struck out, uh, I forgot who the hitter was, but on three pitches. Saved Garrett Cole from possibly tying the game or losing that, that win. So what Roberto Suna did in the first game and what he did in the eighth inning of game two. Let's focus on that and let's not focus on the struggles he had after he warmed up, and after he already went into the game. And something that you may not understand, I looked this up during Talking Strohs, but in 66 games this season, regular season games, Roberto Suna only pitched more than three outs three times. Uh, two of them were versus the Mariners, and one time he pitched two innings. So for the most of the year, he was a one-inning pitcher. Then all of a sudden in the playoffs, as especially as a high-leverage reliever like Roberto Suna is, you're going to see him out there a little bit longer, and you're going to want to get the most out of your arms. Because they, he, I don't think A.J. Hinch is really comfortable right now bringing in somebody like Joe Smith, maybe Wade Miley or something like that. And when we get back, we'll kind of take a look at tomorrow's game a little bit deeper. But Wade Miley and or Jose Arquiti could be 
used out of the bullpen. So that would affect who the starter is for game four at the ALDS if necessary. But the thing to focus also is how good a job that Will Harris did. He could have come in and given up some more runs, and but he came in and bailed his teammate out just like Osuna bailed out Garrett Cole. We tend to forget that Cole allowed two runners on base before he was exited. And I know his pitch count was up. And uh, we talked about it on yesterday with Will. Did they leave him in too long? Who knows? But when you have somebody as dominant as Garrett Cole was, you're going to leave him in the game. So Will Harris had a heck of a game to uh, shut things down. And Osuna did his part in the eighth inning. So, guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to go ahead and discuss game three. We're going to look at the matchups between Charlie Morton and Zach Greinke. Also, we'll talk about who could be in the starting lineup and is this the last game of the ALDS. Remember to get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Astros on the new Himalaya Podcast app or Apple Podcast. Download Himalaya to App Store and subscribe to Locked On Astros. Listen in your car to or from work every day. The playoffs are here, and unless you're lucky enough to get some of the pre-sales for the playoff tickets, you're not likely to get tickets with from the Astros. So what do you do if you, you can't get it through the Astros? Why don't you try Vivid Seats? Get those tickets online for experiences that will last you a lifetime. Vivid Seats offers great prices and easy purchase experiences, as well as in-app loyalty program. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. Download the app and enter the promo code POSTSEASON at the checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Why don't you reward yourself by taking yourself out to Astros game, whether it's Game 5 of the ALDS or Game 1 of ALCS, and also get some rewards of up between 10% and 16% credit on all their purchases through our app for the month of October. When you think of the postseason, think of Vivid Seats. Welcome back to Locked On Astros Podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team every day. Before I move on to Game 3, let's talk about something that Will and I forgot to talk about yesterday. Alex Bregman has been really hot on October 5th every for the past three years. He's hit a homer in each one of those games. And just keep in mind who he's hitting the homers off of. In uh, 2017, it was Chris Sale. Last year, it was Trevor Bauer. And we know that they have this little friendly competition between the two of them. And I still think that eventually Trevor Bauer end up as an Astro. Not right now. He's with the Cincinnati Reds. And this year, it was off of Cy Young Award winner last year, Blake Snell. So we've seen how valuable Alex Bregman is to the Astros. And I think the rest of the league is starting to see how valuable he is for the Astros. Yeah, but as a player. And that's why you may see him actually win the MVP award over Mike Trout. If Mike Trout would have stayed healthy, that may be a different story. But the fact that Trout will only play, what, 120 games to Alex Bregman's 150-something games, that means something in uh, today's world. So, guys, let's take a look at the matchups for today. It's a 12.05 first pitch. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch a lot of it because I'll be presenting at a workshop for teachers. But when I'm not presenting, I will definitely be checking my phone and uh, maybe even watching a game. We'll see how, how busy I am tomorrow. Zach Grinke will be on the mound for the Astros and Charlie Morton will be on the mound. 
Many people will look at Charlie Morton's performance in a wild card game and say that he could be a tough pitcher to face, but he did struggle a lot and got out of a lot of trouble. He loaded the bases one time, but overall he pitched a pretty good game. At the end of the 2018 season, we saw Charlie Morton kind of slow down a little bit. This year he has not. Uh, in, the, in five of his last six starts, he had quality starts, and his ERA wasn't as great as it was earlier in the season, but he was still a good pitcher down the stretch, and he pitched a decent game for the wild card game. But the Astros are probably going to take care of business against Charlie Morton. And it's nothing bad against Charlie Morton, but it's just the last time he faced the Astros was on August 27th, and he gave up six runs and four innings pitched. He did have four strikeouts and gave up one homer. But he did face the Astros on March 29th. Uh, he did get the win in that game. He pitched five innings. He only allowed three hits, two earned runs, two walks, and eight strikeouts. So it looks like the Astros had a kind of so-so game versus him, and then also they kind of broke out offensively this other game. If you take a deeper look, you'll see that the current Astros are batting 341 in their career versus Charlie Morton with two homers and 16 RBIs. The OPS is 958. The people who've hit a homer off of him is Jose Altuve and also Robinson Torinos. The 35-year-old right-hander continued his success with the Astros to the Rays. He had 240 strikeouts and 194 and two-thirds innings pitch. He did get 16 wins compared to six losses, and he had a whip of 1.08 for the season. Grinky will be on the mound, and the Rays have batted 225 versus him in his career with a 637 OPS. He's allowed three homers and seven RBIs. We've seen uh, Travis Denard have a homer. Also, Austin Meadows this year had a homer. Grinky last faced the Rays on August 29th. He gave up five runs and five and two-thirds innings pitch. He did have eight strikeouts, but he did get that loss in that game. It sounds like A.J. Hinch is treating this like it's a Game 7 or Game 5. He's going to Jose Arquiti or Wade Miley available if needed in the bullpen. That could affect the status of who starts for Game 4. I think the Astros are trying to avoid going to a Game 4. They just want to do like they did last year and sweep the Indians. But this year they're going to try to sweep the Rays. And the Rays are a great team. They have some great young players. They're pitching. We just caught him at the right time. You had Blake Snell, who hasn't pitched more than two and one-third innings pitch before you pitched those um, three and something, three and two-thirds innings or whatever it was last night. The same could be said for Tyler Glass now, who looked really good for four innings, but then he kind of ran out of gas in the fifth inning, and the Astros were able to put on four runs in that inning in game one. So the Astros are catching the Rays at the a good time, where their pitching is not at full strength. Now they face Charlie Morton, who is a who is capable of pitching deep into a game. We'll have to see how long he goes because the Astros hitters they're very patient and they're gonna take care of business. And uh, I I just think that this will be a tough matchup tomorrow. I think I t- said on Talking Strews I think it's gonna be a three-two Astros loss, but then they'll come back in Game Four and win that game. But at the same time, I really don't want to go to Game Four. I rather have Justin Verlander for game one of ALDS and speaking of which the Yankees are up two to nothing in their series and it looks like they are dominating the Twins pitching also the Dodgers look to be kind of heating up versus the 
Nationals, but that series is currently tied. But the Dodgers are winning right now, and that means that they could go up 2-1. to one, And the Braves are leading the Cardinals after a late-inning comeback today. The matchups in the NL are a lot closer at this moment than the matchups are in the AL. So the Astros are looking to take care of business. Alex Bregman will probably lead this team, but we need George Springer to start hitting. He is 0-4 the playoff so far, and we know that's not going to last. And he may be over trying right now, but once he gets his, his swing going and he's comfortable, he's probably going to lead this offense. Right now, I would say that Jose Altuve is the leading offense, followed by Alex Bregman. We've also seen uh, Jordan Alvarez start to heat up a little bit. Robinson Trinos had a good game. Also, Martin Maldonado had a good game. And it was we've just had some contribution all across the board. And I don't think anything should change today. I think the Astros could are very capable of winning the series today. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it takes four games. And that's kind of what I've been predicting all week. I hope I'm wrong. Trust me, I really hope I'm wrong. If the Astros do get that sweep tomorrow, teams will take notice of how the Astros were able to get these top-notch pitchers without giving up their prime talent in the farm system. And a lot of people are going to try to follow Jeff Lunos' GM style down the road. But for right now, we don't know if Garrett Cole's coming back. Just enjoy every moment you get to watch him pitch. That's all we got for tonight's Locked On Astros podcast. Hopefully the Astros bring home the W today. Thanks for listening. And remember, you could subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked On Astros.